Hello everyone and welcome to the monthly awards for your Atlanta Braves. The month of May was a tough one for the Braves. A lot of injuries, a lot of cold bats, and a lot of tired arms. But the Braves battled through it and tonight we will find out who the best offensive player is, the best pitcher, the most surprising player, and the worst player for the month of May. Let's get into it. Welcome back, guys, to the Braves Way podcast. I know, I know, this is June 3rd. A little late to do a May monthly recap, but you know, I was a little busy on June 1st, June 2nd. So here we go on June 3rd. It is a monthly recap for the month of May. We saw a lot, a lot from the Braves in the month of May. They were 15 and 14, not the best, not as good as their April start. But at the end of the day, they still hold a three and a half game lead over the Mets. So the month of May saw a lot, a lot of adversity for the Braves, which you know this team knows how to handle adversity. 2021, Acuna went down. Uh, horrible year offense. The horrible year all around, from the beginning all the way till freaking All Star break. Adversity after adversity, challenge after challenge, overcame it, won the World Series. 2022. Down ten and a half, ten and a half games to the Mets, the unstoppable Mets, or so we thought. Came back, overcame that, won our fifth straight NL East division title. So this team knows exactly how to handle adversity. They know how to thrive in adversity, and the record might show, might, might not show it for this month, but they certainly handled adversity this month. They lost their. Their best starting pitcher, Max Fried, and their second best starting pitcher, Kyle Wright. I'll believe I'll I'll say that because he had 20 wins last year. You might argue that now it's Spencer Strider, but Kyle Wright did lead the MLB with wins last year. So their two best starting pitchers went down. That led the Braves to throw three to four, maybe five. I'm not sure. Bullpen games. During the month, and that drained our bullpen, which you left, you can't leave bullpen. Bullpen games, the bullpen games are, are kind of scary because like you're you're expected to give up three, four, or five runs. You just gotta, you just gotta hope that your offense can match the runs that the bullpen's giving up when they start in the bullpen games. And speaking of bats, they went cold for two, three, four game stretches, like two or three this month, which cannot happen. But we did beat above 500 teams more than we did back in April, which that is good to see. We beat the Orioles, we beat the Mariners, we beat the Rangers. Those, they were all above 500. We won't talk about the Blue Jays series or the Dodgers series, but... We are doing better against above 500 teams, and one reason why we have a worse record than we do back in April is because we played tougher teams this month. So, let's get into the team stats. Let's get into the team awards. 
So for the month of May, the Braves offensively finished third in all of baseball. They scored 144 runs. That's six out of all 32 major league teams. Dodgers were first with 173. 254 hits, which made which ranked them fifth. 51 home runs, which ranked them second. They were only two home runs away from tying the Yankees for first. 142 RBIs, that's fifth. 232 strikeouts, which is the 11th lowest in the MLB, which that is good to see. The Braves are known as a strikeout team, so when you can see that our numbers are going down, certainly went down from April, that is a good sign, and that's a sign that I love to see. 257 batting average, that's 11th in the league. 467 slugging percentage, that's second behind the Rays at 487. And then a 788 OPS, that's third. The Dodgers are in first with an 827. Now, on to our pitching stats. Like I said in the opening, our pitching was used a lot this month. Was used so much that they faltered a little bit, which no one can blame them. When you're used nearly twice as much as you were the month before, you're going to give up more hits, you're going to give up more runs, and your ERA is going to go up. Now, were they bad? Were they horrible? No. Our pitching was not bad, was not horrible. They were just overworked this month. And honestly, I think they stepped up to the occasion. I think it was our bats that did not step up to the occasion multiple times against the Dodgers, against the Blue Jays, against the Athletics. And honestly, our pitching kept us in those games, most of them, until it was just pathetic, like 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 9th innings when they just would give up a bunch of runs because their offense decided not to help them out. So these stats might sound a little inflated, might sound a little bad, but you got to remember they were worked a lot this month. And they were given, <laughs> at some points, no run support. And they had to make up for their two best starting pitchers not playing virtually any of the month. So, pitching stats. 3-9-4 ERA, that's ninth lowest in the league, which is not bad at all. Padres were first with a 3-20 ERA. Two shutouts, seven saves out of 12 save opportunities. Could be better. 241 hits allowed. That's where you go, because that's 20th. 20th in the league. Padres were first with 188. So we were nearly 60. We gave up nearly 60 more hits to the number one team, the Padres. So that's like a ooh, 241 hits. Never a good sign. But hey, I'm just going to say what I said before. They were overworked. They were eating a lot of innings that they have not been needing to eat in April. So I don't think total blame can go on the bullpen, can go on the starters. 113 earned runs allowed. That's tied for 14th in the league. 31 homers allowed. Uh, that's tied for 15th. 97 walks allowed. That's tied for 21st most. Yes, you can blame that on the pitchers. I hate walks. I absolutely hate walks. They're just free bases. 
they're just free bases, and you should not be giving them to another team. It's unacceptable. I could go on about how bad walks are and how they're the worst thing ever. <laughs> so 97 walks allowed. 276 strikeouts. So, yes, you're giving up 241 hits, but you're striking out 276. That is first in the league. First in the league with 276 strikeouts. So, yes, hits, earn runs, walks are bad. But when you're striking out 276 jits, uh, everything feels a little bit better. <laughs> and Spencer Strider led the team in the month of May with 57. So, wow, that's a lot of strikeouts. <laughs> 1.31 whip, which is 14th in the league. Eh. And then a 245 batting average against. That's tied for 11th. And the White Sox were first this month with 220 batting average against. So there's some categories in there where you really grind your teeth and you act like you just melt the worst thing in your, your life and you go, Ugh! but then other things like strikeouts and the batting average against and the ERA, and you're like, it's not too bad. They could have done worse. They could have had like a 5-3-4 ERA like the Athletics did. <laughs> so, there's some negatives, some positives. Uh, I think you can take the negatives with a grain of salt because of all the adversity they went through this month. And they will be better in the month of June. Hold me to it. Hold me to it. Now, the bats, I didn't mention the bats that much. But, they... They were, in some areas, they were a bit better in than April, which is really good to see. But in others, they were worse. So hitting, like I said, for stretches at a time, they would just disappear. The Blue Jays series, they just disappeared. The Dodgers series, first two games, they disappeared. The Athletic series, we were they went they went into the Athletic series facing an Oakland team that had ten wins. 10 wins. They were 10 and 45 or something like that. And then we get absolutely blank for the first two games. So I we can't have that. We can't have that. But let's move on to something better, something bigger, something more excited. And that is our best offensive player of the month of May. Now. The nominations for this award were Ronald Acuna Jr., Sean Murphy, and Marcelo Zuna. Yes, you heard me right. Marcelo Zuna is on this list for best offensive player. We'll get into him in a little bit. But your month of May best offensive player for the month, like I just said is once more Ronald Acuna Jr. Ronald Acuna had a outstanding month of May. He had 34 hits, which was first on the team, 7 doubles, which was second, 7 home runs, which was third, 17 RBIs, 16 strikeouts, 10 stolen bases, 298 average, 372 on base percentage and a 933 OPS. Yes, you're probably looking at this and you're like, you gave it to him last month. I really think Sean Murphy deserved it. Okay, so Sean Murphy had more had more RBIs than him, 
had a better average. Uh, Murphy had a 313 average. Had a better on-base percentage. And I think that's it. But Sean Murphy had 83 at-bats. And Ronald Acuna had 114. So, if like, Ronald Acuna is leading off. He has the most at-bats in the whole lineup every night. And yes, you can be like, Sean Murphy's a catcher, though, so he's, of course, not going to have as many at-bats as Ronald Lacuna, who's an outfielder who plays every day. Yes, I hear you out, okay? I hear you out. But it, if you're having more at-bats, wouldn't, wouldn't it be harder to have a to get more hits than him, get more RBIs, get more homers? Yes, I think so. Uh, if you don't agree with me, then... Yeah, let's argue about it, all right? Let's have a civil debate about it, okay? But Ron Lacuna, I think he's been deserving. I think he's deserving of it. I, it's his second in a row. You could call me biased, whatever, but he is not stopping hitting. I don't know what it is. He just keeps hitting, hitting, hitting. So until he stops hitting, he is still going to be getting the best offensive player for the month unless someone has a better uh, a better month than he does so with that being said best offensive player for the month of may is ronald acuna jr now let's move on to the best pitcher of the month this one's a tough one your candidates are bryce elder uh sorry bryce elder spencer strider and jared schuster Yes, yes, Jared Schuster is on there. He's had a couple bounce-back starts. He's really trying to find his way in the majors at a young age, and I think he's doing a pretty gosh-dang good job. But will it be enough to win him Pitcher of the Month? I don't know. Let's read it out loud. Your Player of the Month is Bryce Elder. Elder was 1-0 with a 1-7-2 ERA, which was first on the team. He pitched the most innings out of all the pitchers with 36 and two-thirds innings pitched. Second place for that was Spencer Strider with 33 and two-thirds, so he was three whole innings above Strider in that category. He allowed 32 hits, which was the second most. On the team, Morton was first with 32, uh, with tie with 33. Sorry, but 32 hits allowed, but he only alerted seven earned runs, which was the lowest for any starter. So he was giving up hits, but he would not let them cross home plate, which is always good to see. He only allowed one home run, which is the lowest in all starting pitchers. 30 strikeouts, which was third on the team. 1-1-2 one, one, whip, which is the first lowest for starters, and a 1-7-2 ERA, like I said before, which was first for all qualified pitchers. So, that is why Bryce Elder was number one. Spencer Strider had sort of a down month. He gave up a lot more runs than usual. Still lights out stuff. Still had the most strikeouts on the team. But, I feel like Bryce Elder really picked up the Braves rotation this month. He really stepped in when we needed someone to step in. And he stepped in and stepped up. 
40 injured players that we had. And not only him, Jared Schuster stepped up too. Dylan Dodd, I think, had a start or two this month. He stepped in. Charlie Morton stepped in. Spencer Strider stepped in. The Pulpin stepped up when they needed to with the bullpen games. So, Bryce Elder really leading the charge. Really showing the boys it is possible to be lights out. Uh, step up for a team that desperately needs it. And he stepped up stepped into a role that we needed him to and he's finally finding his stride in the majors last year he came up absolutely lights out first couple starts and then he just sort of lost his edge lost his focus whatever you want to call it and he was he saw himself sent back down to triple a at the end of the year he had a couple starts against the nationals against the marlins and he really showed what he's capable of, capable of but heading into this season a lot of question marks around him can he's can he actually pitch good against good teams? And we are seeing it in the month of May. This whole season we've been seeing it. One seven two ERA. If that doesn't show you right there, I don't know what will. A one seven two ERA and the most innings pitch for the team. Impressive, impressive stuff. And he has been our ace this month. Now, moving on to the most shocking. Player, I'm not even going to name the candidates because you guys better believe who I'm going to pick. It is Mr. Marcel Ozuna. I know, I know. I'll be first to admit it. I will be first to admit it. I have been on the bandwagon to get Marcel Ozuna off this team since April 1st. Has not been successful so far. And and I'm am I glad that we have not been successful in that mission? Yes, I am. Because Marcelo Zuna has been lights out in the month of May. He has really resurrected his season, trying to prove to the Braves that he is worth the money that we still owe to him. And he is worth the roster spot, lineup spot, and the overall joy that it brings to me to announce these stats to you is one that I was not expecting to feel. Do I still not like him as a man? Yes, I still do not like him as a man. But am I starting to like him as a baseball player? Sort of. Have the boos gone away from Truist Park? Yes, they have. I mean, when he does something bad, they come back right away. But, but, you can't argue these stats. 297 at batting average. Nine home runs, which was tied for first with Matt Olson. 20 RBIs, which is second. Two behind Sean Murphy. 986 OPS. And, and you cannot understate what a bounce back month it was for Marcelo Zuna. Brandon Godden was saying it this whole month. He has really turned it around in the month of May. And I really think it was that trip down to his old ballpark. In Miami, Miami Park, Miami Stadium, whatever it's called, Lone Depot Park, whatever it's called, really rejuvenated him, really found his swing. And yes, he's still not to the level that we've seen Marcelo Zuna perform at in a Braves uniform, but we are getting there. Will this keep up? I don't know. I have no idea. I hope it does. I, I hope it does. But... Will it? I don't know. If he starts sucking again, 
If he starts sucking next week, will I jump back on the bandwagon and get off the team? Heck yeah, I will. So, he's still skating off the ice. He's still not forgiven for the stuff he's done. I don't think he ever will be. And honestly, is this the last year of this contract? I don't think so. I think it's this year or next year. But after his run the contract runs up, or if he's heading so well, go heading into the All-Star break and we find a trade partner, I think we'll still see it happen. I don't really care how much he's hitting. We still don't want that around. Depends, though. I don't know. I say that, but it really depends. Will he help this team out in October is, I guess, what we have to see. Because at the end of the day, last year was a horrible season. Start of this season was horrible. So he has a steep, steep hole to climb out of. And he's still on thin ice in regards to that because if he can keep this up like June, July, August, then yes, you can think about keeping him for next year or even if he keeps it up to the All-Star break, it'll be a tough decision for AA. But this might not be forever. This might just be for May. And then two weeks from now, he's back into the horrible start that he's slump that he's been in. But if you think about it, I would say offload him if he's decent during the All-Star break, during the trade deadline, because we so he's so uncertain. We don't know when he's going to be into a slump again. So I say if he has any value, trade him at the trade deadline. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Our most shocking player for the month of May is Marcelo Zuna. Now, let's get into our worst player for the month of May. This brings me this brings me a lot of pain. I was just hoping it would be Marcelo Zuna again so I can just gloss it over and say he's a trash bucket and he'll never do anything good, but he's actually our most shocking player. Ugh, what a turnaround. But this player absolutely brings me pain when I read it out loud when I go over his stats because I don't want to see him doing bad and he hasn't done bad his whole career. Until this month, until he's come off this injury, if you know what I'm talking about, can skip to where I'm talking about him. It is Michael Harris. <laughs> I know, I know, you could throw all the stones, tomatoes, grapes, bananas, whatever rotten vegetable fruit you have at me. But it is true, we cannot argue these stats, we cannot argue the facts. He has been the worst player on the Braves this month. And if there's anybody else that's been worse, let me know. And you might be like, well, he was injured. He's coming off injury. I think that's a big reason why. I think he's still hurting a bit from his lower back strain and his knee or whatever else injured him, something like that. He's been struggling this whole month. I think it does have something to do with the injuries. That's definitely a reason. Definitely a added bonus on why he's crap right now <laughs> but he, he's played in 29 games uh 84 at bats he's batting 167 which is the worst for everyone in the starting lineup 14 hits worst for the starting lineup three doubles two home runs 24 strikeouts which is tied for third for most 274 slugging and a 534 OPS. And as stated before, this is the worst slump that we have seen in his young career. 
He's very struggling to see the ball and drive it into gaps. We've seen little glimpses, and every time we do, every time he gets a single, every time he gets a double, the occasional home run, Brandon Godden, first to say, maybe this is the first time that we, maybe this is the, sing the single, this is the double, maybe this is the hit he needed to get out of this slump. And then he goes over for the next game. So I think he'll turn around soon. I think it's only a matter of time because we saw it last year when he first came up. He, he lights out, then he struggled. Quick adjustment, boom, right back on it. Never have been off of it until this recent. And I think it's injuries. I think that's a big deal of it. But he might just be as healthy as an ox, and he's just struggling to see the ball, struggling to make good contact. It is what it is. Baseball is baseball. Baseball is the hardest sport in the world for a reason. So I hate doing it. I hate giving it to Michael Harris because he's such a good guy, such a lovable guy. And he won't be here next week, next month. It'll be Marcelo Zuna again. So I'm not too worried about him. I think he'll be able to bounce back in the month of June. I just hope for his sake, for our sake, that he is able to. So worst player, Michael Harris. <laughs> so sad okay overall rating for the braves you might disagree with me on this but i give the braves an overall rating of c plus you might think it's a little too high after you're hearing a 15 14 record all the pitching mishaps all of the hitting cold streaks uh michael harris being your worst player and marcelo zuda being your most shocking player like hello what and who the heck is bryce helder as your freaking best pitcher what hello but C plus because the Braves suffered injuries to their best pitchers of the month, which led them to suffer mightily in the pitching department with the bullpen games. And they were just overworked as before, but they were able to pull their weight and they were able to not totally collapse and have a losing record for the month. <laughs> While the offense would go quiet for stretches at a time, uh, they played harder teams in the month of May than they did against April, and they really were able to push that aside. After after the Blue Jays series, they really flushed it down the toilet, head down to Arlington, and they were able to take care of business against the Rangers. That was great to see, great sign to see. I can't wait to see what they do against the Diamondbacks after losing two out of three against Oakland. So I think... That deserves a C plus. Could have been worse. If you disagree with me, I would like to hear your opinion. Why do you think they were worse? And vice versa, if you think they're better than C plus, I would like to see your reasons on why they were better than C plus. Now on to my hopes for June. Uh, Schuster and Dodd continue to fill the duties for the injured of Freed and Wright. I hope they continue to give us solid starts, solid outings. I don't know much about Dodd if he'll come up this month uh i'm interesting i'm i didn't cover it but aj smith Shawyer is up in the majors guys whoop whoop as of today this is friday night i'm sorry so he might have pitched game one of the diamondback series if he has i apologize mightily but he has yet to pitch in the majors 21 years old coming up for a leapfrogging leapfrogging through the minors this season so that's exciting to see, but if Schuster and Dodd continue to fill and be solid for the starting rotation and the bullpen gets back to their April selves, where they're able to have a normal workload and aren't as taxed in May, we will see them 
get back to the uh, to the form they were back in April. We'll see those stats even out a little and maybe a bit better. And hopefully, here's another hope: the bats don't go cold for long stretches at a time. And they, if they do go cold, it's only for a game or two, and then they're able to right the ship, ship and get right back on it and start hitting again. One thing I hope for June again is to continue to do well against greater than 500 teams. We did well this season, and also we have to beat the teams we're supposed to beat, like the Oakland Athletics, like the Toronto Blue Jays. Like the Boston Red Sox, which we did split one of two games, but oh, whatever. So, that's all my hopes for this June. And I, I don't think I'm asking for too much. Okay, guys, I don't think I'm asking for too much. Let's just have a better record in this season. Let's get our pitching back on the normal workload, normal schedule that they were on, and we'll be a okay. Okay, guys? Okay, guys? That's all I'm asking. So, with all that being said... That was your month of May monthly recap, your monthly awards. The best offensive player goes back to Ronald Acuna, back-to-back -back monthly awards for him. Your best pitcher goes to unexpected Bryce Elder, lights-out ball from him. Your most shocking player, Marcelo Zuna. What? Yes, Marcelo Zuna, most shocking player. And your worst player for the month, Michael Harris. Gave the Braves a C-plus rating. Uh, could have been lower, could have been higher. I put him right dab in the middle of the C-plus. So, with all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. Have a great week. I will be in a wedding, so it'll be a little bit till I upload. Uh, that'll be fun. I hope it'll be fun and nothing unexpected happens. Ooh. <laughs> just kidding hope you guys have a great week filled with braves baseball and i'll see you on the flippity flip peace the song that is my intro and my outro is could have been me by the struts and all copyright credits for this episode and all the other episodes from the braves way podcast all go to major league baseball and the Atlanta Braves. All names, image, images, and likeness all go to the Braves and Major League Baseball. Go follow the Braves Way Podcast on Instagram and find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcast. Thank you.